so even in a movie, there are elements in which we could say the movie itself might be something we can watch for entertainment and discuss for redemption, but there are parts that we will still outright reject. Welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide Podcast, where if the shoe fits, you wear it. And if the truth hurts, you bear it. I am Justin Gruber. And I am Jesse Gruber. And today we hope you will seize seize the the faith. Well, another episode of the Carpe Fide Podcast here uh, tonight. We're recording episode 59. We're going to jump into the content of Encanto. I feel like there's magic in the air. There's magic. There's magic in the air this <laughs> evening. Magic in the air. Oh. That's uh, that's Muppets Christmas Carol, which Muppet is not Christmas what we're talking Carol. about right now. That is not the... Oh, man. I wish it were Christmas again. How many <laughs> it months? It will be. How many <laughs> it days? It turns out it comes once every year. <laughs> I gotta look up how many days. How uh, it's March, so, oh, you know, like nine months. Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a website. Oh, of course there is, dude. There's a whole website. Oh, only 292. Days. You'll make it, buddy. All right, well... And by the time this podcast drops, it'll be even closer. Oh, look at that. The wallpaper changes. There's snow on the website. This Stop is great. It. All right. So tonight we're talking about Encanto. Receive, reject, or redeem a movie review of Encanto. <laughs> Indeed. But first, <laughs> but wait. Before we can talk about Encanto, we kind of have to talk about can you watch movies? Should you watch movies? Why do you watch movies? What is a movie? Maybe not that far. That's too far back. We can't go that. We don't have that kind of time. <laughs> well, you see, the way that the light comes into the box, and then <laughs> I think that's how um, movies work. The receive, reject, or redeem model is a wonderful way to filter through um, things that are what you would call amoral. Um, that is, they aren't necessarily the thing itself is not inherently moral. Uh, it is something that we have to evaluate. Uh, can it, is it something that we can uh, receive? That is, that it fits into a clear biblical framework, um, and and we have no, we don't have to have qualms or questions or concerns. We we just run with it. Is it something that we reject? That is, that it outright inherently fits into no biblical category that would be um, righteous, and it is something that we must simply reject, or is it something that we can redeem? Something that has qualities um, that that are um, able to. Uh, be communicated in a biblical framework. Redeemed. (laughs) Redeemed. I know, I was trying not to use the word in the definition. Uh, Able to be uh, communicated and seen through the biblical lens and therefore redemption brought to them. Uh, So that's kind of how... Let's let's, let's play a game. Okay. Let's play a game. Just thought of this right on the spot. Are we going to do a receive, reject, redeem game? I'm going to say a word and you're going to say reject, receive, redeem so that people know what types of things that we're talking about here. Okay, this sounds like fun. Uh, I hope I don't get anything wrong. Yeah, great. Okay, so... um, This this isn't in the notes, uh, so we'll see. Exercise. Receive. Okay, good. Um, let's say... Uh, Although some days I would like to reject. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I do reject it. <laughs> um, let's see. Something else like uh, wine. Redeem. Okay. And uh, what about uh, heroin? Reject. Okay. How about yoga? <laughs> <laughs> That's for another podcast. Uh, uh, so the, the whole thing was a lead up to that. One. Oh, I figured it was. I figured it was going somewhere because I was actually going to bring that actually into this discussion later on. Yoga? No. We're about to talk about Encanto. I was about to like really start hammering on this point. Anyway, on the yoga. Yeah, you know it's going to be interesting. I see there's interesting ties here. I just feel to like, yoga. Anyway, you know what? We're not going there. Just, just calm down, man. Anyway, <laughs> yoga. Another episode from the Garbage Peter <laughs> Podcast. 
Encant yoga. <laughs> or is it Enken yoga? Because <laughs> you... All right. And, and can you yoga? <laughs> yoga is is sounds painful at this point of the evening for me. I just it all sounds horribly painful. Anything that doesn't involve walking to my car and getting in bed is extra work right now <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, so we have to go. Simple question: Why do you watch a movie, Jesse? Why do you watch a movie? Uh, I generally watch movies to be uh, entertained. So it it falls into the category of entertainment. Uh, yes. Is, it? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Well, taking taking my statement to its logical <laughs> conclusion. All right, smart Alec. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, as with any entertainment, there's more to it than that, but it's it does squarely fall into the realm of entertainment. I mean, you you can you can there can be movies that are purely educational. We all saw those in our. Remember that? Did you ever get to watch that that uh, you know Rhett? Uh, that Rapture movie back in the day it was nope. like from like the sixties and nope high didn't see that? it nope they sang that song nope you nope been left behind nope didn't see that movie <laughs> nope there was this other really good one it was okay. it was Shadrach Meshach and Abednego Were they... and I'll never forget wait wait no no Jesus saved them from the fire furnace but then Jesus comes out of the fiery furnace and <laughs> real stern real stern he comes out and he looks at the he looks at the statue of Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> and he, he points to it. And it just explodes. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, where is that in the narrative? They may have taken some uh, creative license <laughs> with the biblical narrative there. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, so those sound like they're both educational and entertaining at the same <laughs> so time. We're miseducational. <laughs> miseducational, but also entertaining. But yeah, there, right. there are different categories of movies. But right. I, I watched this movie to be entertained. All right. So you watched Encounter to be entertained. So here's a question, Jesse. Are all movies acceptable? No. All right. Well, then, are any movies acceptable? Yes. <laughs> there are any movies. <laughs> In the subset of any, there are acceptable movies. Yeah. Uh, so we, I think we can, we can agree that movies can be unacceptable, but we can also agree that movies can be acceptable. Um, when we're evaluating what we watch, uh, we're going to have to evaluate what is the content of our entertainment. And then additionally, what is the character of the person watching the entertainment? These are these are pivotal things. This is like basic life lessons. This is basic biblical um, relationship uh, understanding here. How to live life one hundred and one. Right. What is the content of the movie? Is it something that is? Are you? Are you? Uh, we're gonna have to just like reject pornography. That's gonna just be a clear. That's uh, a hard no. reject. Um, and and so that that's easy to understand. The content of that movie deems it so. Um, but but additionally, the character of the viewer may come into play. Is there some? Is it a movie that may have a sex, a uh, a sensitive topic like abuse, whether that be physical, emotional uh, abuse? Those those things can be very sensitive, and so even a movie that may have a rel- maybe relatively um, mundane, but have that theme in it, would be might be uh, very hard for some certain people to watch that movie. And so the character, right the 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 makeup of the people that are viewing the movie also comes into play as to whether or not a movie would be something that is uh, something that is to be re- redeemed or rejected or received. So we have to we have to understand these things as we walk into a movie, which brings me to a very clear point. Everything is reviewed. Like you can't you can't you have no excuse. You don't have to go to any movie that you're going to go to and be left in the dark. Like oh no, what is this movie? Oh no, I didn't know this movie was about this. So just 
Oh my gosh, I live in an era where I am in the dark about things and I have no idea how I could possibly find out what it's about. Take half a second and check out a review so you know what you're walking into. (laughs) Like, hello? There's a a couple good sites, actually, that I would recommend. I'll I'll put them in the show notes. In the show notes, check Uh, out some review sites. So Common Sense Media, actually, is is a good one. They are secular, so they do not share our values, but as far as content-wise, they do, um, they, they put it all out there for you. So that you can make good decisions. Um, yep, and usually you know, they guide you in the wrong decisions. Yep. Uh, so don't take their opinion. But Language, alcohol, uh, sexual content. They're going to just put it all out there so that you know it's in a movie. They even they go can... so far as consumerism. They actually put consumerism in there as a as a. Oh, yeah. They thing. have a lot of things. It was a good one. They actually have a lot of interesting things. And, and, they'll, and they'll rate it. They'll rate it. And what's nice is because they'll rate it. And you can actually go and find maybe a movie that you watch that you found acceptable. And then compare how they rated that movie to a movie that you're thinking about seeing. Yeah. Uh, so that that can be very helpful, um, as well as they ha- let the parents, they let parents and, and viewers and kids review the movie as well. Uh, so you get even more opinions. Uh, so you'll see the, all the rec- the parents recommending you know, this is good for this age group or this age group. And you can kind of start to read the parents and, and see, you know, some parents are more sensitive to some things and some parents are more sensitive to other things. It's very good. So Common Sense Media is a good one. Um, plugged in is a a longtime staple of Christian families. It's uh focus on the family uh, driven and um, FOTF. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean not in everything, but, uh, but plugged in does a uh, good uh, media reviews. So yeah, honestly, ironically, I mean, I, I disagree with some of their opinions too. I'm like, Oh really? I thought they'd be way more conservative on this one than I would be, but whatever. But yeah, either way, I mean, because, because you are an adult, uh, well, I mean, I guess possibly uh, there would be, children listening to this i doubt it anyway because the parents are the ones making the decisions for their children at least they should be especially um, since we're talking about a kids movie tonight this does seem like it'll fit in here nicely yeah i mean uh, you know you having the content in your hands and then being able to take that and apply it to your situation is is in my opinion that's that's what that's what that's why you would read a review you don't read a review blindly saying oh this person said to watch it so i'm going to watch it like no that no you're doing the review wrong. <laughs> you just need to find out what's in it and then and then make your own decisions based on that. Additionally, what, this is a, a pro tip. Always discuss the elements and ideas from a movie with those you watch it with. This goes whether whether you're not you're watching it with it just as a fa- as a husband and wife or as adults or as families. Like always discuss what you've watched there's no reason to leave your brain at the door when you've watched something it actually allows you to dissect a lot more things um and and really take them and what we would always say is bring them under the sovereignty of christ which is great you should always be discussing a movie the point of a movie is not just to be entertained it's also uh for for you to be uh in in a way connected to those who have also seen that movie, it becomes uh, very much a, a social experience. Um, and so now second pro tip, don't do this necessarily during the movie, <laughs> make a mental note and do it afterwards. Don't be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> My wife. Mainly. Don't be. <laughs> no no don't way. Be. I mean, if there's, if something needs to be explained, if someone hasn't like saw something, or, no, 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 no. Oh. She wants she wants foreknowledge. And it's like just watch them just just watch the movie and you'll then you'll find out what happens. She's like, Well, I just want you to tell me. I'm like, Well, I, I refuse. I decline. Oh my I dissent. <laughs> well, we will have an intervention later yeah, on d- about this topic. 
always after. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you guys actually. You, I feel like you do a really good job engaging with your kids during as the movie's going on. Yeah, sometimes there's like well, there's a big idea. Sometimes you have to pause it. It's like, oh my goodness, you got to just like wait. We guys, we got to talk about that. Yeah, Moana definitely should not have disobeyed her parents. Let's just be real. <laughs> you know what disobedience? It does not bring. Uh, a long life in the land the Lord God has given you. That's for sure. Yeah. Disney does not understand this. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Anyway. <laughs> On the next episode. <laughs> uh, so, uh, biblical principles Disney violates. <laughs> then we come to one of the things that kind of bothers me uh, about generally the Christian community, uh, particularly parents in general. Um, so, long ago in the in a very conservative, fundamental um, even legalistic manner, uh, there was this talk that you should never go to a movie theater, certainly, right? Because you could be going in and no one knows what you're going in to see. So you could cause someone to stumble just by going into the movie theater. Once we had like half half a second to have a reasonable thought process there <laughs> about uh, judging, not, not judging others, <laughs> we we had <laughs> like for half about a second. planks and specs. <laughs> planks and specs. Uh, we, we realized, all right, so maybe that's not the right way to go. Um, but then immediately it just pivots to this this idea, right? And I call it the Harry Potter effect, right? Where the movie has magic in it and like spirits and supernatural elements, so it's got to be from Satan. Um, and and it seems to be this knee jerk reaction, and I don't I don't get it because when you when you when you just take that idea right, it's got magic or spirits or or supernatural elements, then you realize ninety uh, percent of the Christians I talk to love Lord of the Rings, and that checks all those boxes. <laughs> they have incantations, uh, uh, wizards. <laughs> they have they have. Uh, supernatural beings they have uh, created gene editing it's like this whole thing uh, the movie's got everything right that people would check off in another movie and say oh that movie is just evil but then they're like oh Lord of the Rings is so great I love it and I'm like whoa whoa how about some consistency can I get some consistency please gee whiz you know what I mean I know what you mean I mean I, I, I tend to make a distinction between Things that are purely fantasy, like fan- fantasy, not like like fantasy worlds type things. <clears throat> you know, like uh, like you know, Lord of the Rings magic is made up magic. You know, like I, I tend I tend to think of things like like for instance uh, the Disney movie Princess and the Frog, right? Where it's down in the bayous of Louisiana, and there's there's some actual literal witchcraft going on and summoning dead and demons and stuff. I feel like that hits a bit different than. The fantasy type magic. Do you feel that way? I tend to see things where there is not inherently. I'm glad we're hashing this out. <laughs> this is, but we probably, maybe we should have hit this point a little more in the notes, I guess. But I don't inherently see that. I mean, I, I do know what you're saying. Um, so you don't you don't see a difference between things that the Bible clearly communicates are evil witchcraft practices. And fantasy magic in a made-up land of fantasy non-being things. I guess I can. I guess you don't I see can, a categorical difference. No, I that. guess I can get on board with that. The only problem is that even that that in the fantasy land, they're still acting out a, a what what would certainly be a religion. And I guess you're saying because it's religion in the fantasy land, it's therefore still fantasy, but it still follows the same the same pra- practical aspects of of that religious practice. I guess. 
Yeah, but the, the, the fact of the matter is that you can't actually do that because it's not actually real. But you you can practice real witchcraft and interact with real demonic dark beings with that. Certainly. So I, I think it is categorically different. Right. And I would argue that it's categorically different. Excellent. I'm glad we just got rid of Princess and a Frog. I'm glad we don't have to deal with that. Gosh. Yeah, Disney went way too far on that. It wasn't my favorite one, honestly. I had no offense. I mean, no offense to anybody that liked Princess and a Frog. The problem is, it was all. I mean, it wasn't all about food. It's also got some. That was the just, part that I was. It wasn't all about food. Kind of mainly <laughs> I about like it. the food. It just looks great. good, and I can't eat any of that food. And honestly, no, it's more than that because, like, it was just like dark and scary. Like, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever. No, I, I'm almost feel almost certain that we've never watched that movie in whole because like you watch it and you're like oh this is this is just creepy turn this crap off <laughs> like yeah it's, it's pretty creepy but then again so parts of little mermaid are really creepy too all of them really do. oh geez yeah remember those little things i i do i remember the little things whatever yeah. they were that they turned into <laughs> little, what do you call that i don't know soul snails or whatever. <laughs> soul snails oh my gosh all right wow we are we are far off the beaten path. I'm glad we had that conversation. That was <laughs> no, great. this is great. I think, I, great that's talking a, to you. Hopefully that's, a, hopefully that's helpful <laughs> for others. Uh, to be sure, right, your character may be sensitive, more sensitive to certain elements. I think he um, means your own personal moral right, character. Right, a not, person's not character. Like your character that you made in a video game or something. Or no, not like the, your avatar. Your character may be <laughs> more sensitive to certain elements. It's another um, movie we should talk about. Never. And even though like there are movies where I would choose not to watch it that I don't think inherently are evil or wrong, there are movies that I know are not helpful for me or maybe aren't helpful for my family and or maybe they're just not helpful right now. And, and in knowing that, you can put a movie... In the right, in its right perspective, it's entertainment, and if it's not going to be able to be used for for edification, there's no reason we don't need it. It's just entertainment, so don't use it. Jeez, yeah, it's a pretty. This isn't like I, I do feel like I feel, do feel like the tendency is to make a larger deal about some of the stuff than actually needs to be. Like I feel like if somebody comes up and they're like, "Oh no, we don't let our kids watch that," I feel like the only response really is like, "Oh, okay." Like, whatever. Like, you don't have to like, start an argument about, like, trying to change their conscience on something. Like, it's just it's not, not not helpful. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, uh, all right. <laughs> this is where living in community comes into play. So when you live in community. Oh, great segue. Right. You need to know the audience. Ten well, who's, later, the on- <laughs> who's the audience? That wa- who's the audience? Who's the audience that's watching? Right. And, and evaluating the content with truth and love. That's what happens when you live in community. So just like you said, when you're in a group, Right, you want to be sensitive to who's there, who's watching it, um, and and whether or not it's going to be helpful. So if someone says, "I don't, we we don't watch that movie as a family," it's very simply cut right out of the conversation. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm going to make sure I love to the lowest, uh, the least of these. Right, I'm going to love the least of these in the in that moment, um, and that's where it can be very simple. Like if you know someone struggles with a certain issue, you you shouldn't put a movie on that's going to, in any way, bring up that struggle for them. It's not worth it. It's just entertainment, and it's not like there's not not plenty of other things that you can be entertained with, and be entertained in an edif- edifying way. You know what I mean? Gee whiz! I know what you mean. Um, and so, living in community is very helpful, and it's helpful to live in community correctly, so that you're not you don't walk into that situation like and like you're like, oh no, what do we do? Uh, can't believe that. <laughs> can't believe we exposed little Timmy to. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith? That was a rough one. And it can all burnt in half and crispy. Oh, yeah. and, oh that's a rough one. At I the did end. I did show that to the kids the other day and I, I, I kinda thought that the 
scenes were a lot shorter than they were. Oh, no. It's, <laughs> no, it's just persists. His half of the body's crawling up they're the like, bank. They're like, they're like, oh, daddy, he's... Oh, yep, yep. I see that now. I'm so sorry, children. And then it's like... <laughs> so then, like, they just cover him with this thing, and they're like, we'll take him away. Take him away. Like, it's like, oh, jeez. Anyway. Daddy, is he dead? <laughs> like, when you have to answer no, that question... Darth Vader. He's not dead. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't die yet. He doesn't die till the sixth movie, guys. Jeez. So bad. Yeah, it's actually I, I forget did we did we talk about like my my movie Bible study at all with uh with Arlie over on the, on the yes episode? we did we, we yes we did yeah so yep. uh, Iron Man we talked about it yeah, yeah one one of the one of the things that was part of our uh, downhill decline at our previous church that we fortunately were able to well I was able to reconcile with years later uh, you can listen to that story actually it's a really good episode a good overview of uh, our backgrounds. Yeah, let's be clear. It's a really good episode, but it's a really yeah. great episode if you would like uh, an insight yes, into our testimony. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not good because of us talking. It's good for you to know kind of a little bit more of our background. And we did that over with uh, our uh, our dear sister Arlie over there in California. Um, well, we weren't there, but that's where she is. Um, with the uh, Ordinary People with Extraordinary uh, Lives podcast. Um, ordinary People with Extraordinary Lives. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it was a great time recording with her. We apparently did not break the record for the longest episode, but, but we, we tried, <laughs> and we will next time. So. <laughs> Challenge accepted. You cannot tempt us with a good time. So, right. So, all right. Back to living in community. That that ties into this movie that we're now about to review and talk about. Encanto. Encanto. So it's a kids movie, Encanto. which means we have to immediately say, "Is it okay for kids?" And you have to read the room. Know your kids. If you're going to sit down and watch it as a family, watch a movie as a family, you need to know your children, right? It turns out watching Revenge of the Sith is not a great idea if you have a four-year-old that might have nightmares <laughs> when he sees relatively <laughs> grotesque images. Oh, Human like, beings being burnt alive and then turned into cyborgs. Well, if, <laughs> and at the end of the day, you look at your son and you say, if, he, if Anakin... Wasn't evil if he had just chosen good, he wouldn't have gotten half burnt to death. <laughs> this is why daddy doesn't want you to sin, son. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Redeemed right there. Redeemed. Redeemed. Check, <laughs> Check it off. The, um, so oh, when you're in a group, it's always good to over communicate with other parents if you're going to be watching a kid movie. Um, so because a parent knows their kid. Hey, we're going to put a movie on, um, but we don't want to, you know, we don't want to cause any issues. Have you seen fill in the blank? Okay, that's no good. Have you? How about this one? Oh, okay, that's good. Let's well, let's 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 watch that together. So so always communicate, right? And and again, make the decisions that love the least of these. So the, you have to look at your audience. And when you have uh, a thirteen-year-old and a three-year-old, you can't just watch movies that would be better geared towards the thirteen-year-old's understanding. You have to understand the three-year-old has to understand as well. So having laid out some of these guidelines, that was the third pro tip in this episode. There's lots of good pro tips when you're when you're, you're when just getting free pro tips, everybody. That's right. You're welcome. Uh, everything's free here at the Carpet Day Podcast. <laughs> All and everything. Content. Our shirts are on sale, and they donate to lots of good things. Yes. Oh, yes. Lots of good donations. Lots of good uh, shirts. Go check them out. Um, out of the movie review, the thing you've been waiting for: reviewing the movie and Canto. One, I just want to say, it's a lot of fun. It's very enjoyable. It is. I was thoroughly pleased with uh, my first watching of it it's very colorful the music is really good lin-manuel for all of his crazy leftist wackadoo 
thoughts and opinions. Uh, Lord, you know, may I, you bring him down on his knees before you in repentance prior maybe to the judgment. A deep, maybe a deep dive. Yes, he is definitely has what you might would call progressive ideals. But I don't know if he's as left as they make him out to be. He is constantly stepping into something and having to apologize. Have <laughs> you not? Have you not done this? He has to. That just makes him a member of the left. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I mean, and yet also not canceled, which is interesting. Usually, when you apologize, they can, can they cast you out into outer darkness. They didn't. They didn't cancel Juicy Smollier. <laughs> well, what is he doing right now? Any any any, any takes? Boy, nothing. I, he's doing nothing. The man is a no. He's, he's a he's a non-person. He's been unpersoned. Oh. They didn't cancel Whoopi, necessarily. You know oh, what? Gosh. We don't have time for this. It's a different episode. Forget We're reviewing a canto here. Whoopi Stop it. Goldberg. So I think the movie also itself just is just Karen. begging for redemption. It's just begging for the redeemed category. Yes. Um, I think that was one of the reasons why it. I was drawn to it. Yeah, there's so many wonderful elements to the movie. Um, and immediately you say, but it's got magic in it. And I would say, you know what? If you can't see the beauty of redeeming magic with your Bible open, that I can't help you. Because... Yeah, I, I can... See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You know, you can redeem... You can redeem those types of elements, depending on depending on the movie and how they're portrayed. You can redeem those elements. What you can't redeem is, uh, you know, say, uh, two guys kissing in the background of Toy Story 4. Or, uh... There was know, two guys kissing in the background of Toy Story 4? I actually think it was... Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Live action. Uh, that definitely did happen. You know what? And they maybe they weren't kissing, but there was uh, definitely two moms. I think in the in the preschool. Here's the thing: I, I I didn't even notice it. Like also in onward, the the one weird horse thing police officer mentioned her girlfriend too. You see, you can't it, redeem those. You can't redeem those moments. You can't redeem those moments. But also, you have to like. You, I mean, those are again. I mean, know the audience. Those are super sensitive moments. Um, but they're also not main main points of the movie or or even they're not even anecdotal in in many ways they're they're something you would literally have to be seeking to identify it you know what i mean am i so, does that make sense they're not they're not something that is they don't categorize the movie no 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 no, no. I, I just mean like when you're looking at this particular thing like magic redeemable yes uh you know gay couple no you you can't redeem a gay couple that's a reject is a hard reject. Just looking at that particular thing. No, just to be just to be clear, so that's not taken out of context. God can redeem the homosexual lifestyle, buying sin back and giving a person a new heart. I don't. I just didn't mean it quite so. I just mean that there's no positive spin on it. The sin itself. God can't redeem the homosexual couple. Wait a second. Whoa, Jesse, Jesse. They need Jesus. Calm Have down. you seen Sodom? No, oh exactly. That's <laughs> what he means is, in the movie, there's no way to redeem that. We reject that. So even in a movie, there are elements in which we could say the movie itself might be something we can watch for entertainment and discuss for redemption, but there are parts that we will still outright reject, which we'll talk about later as we move this, this review. Um, <laughs> Jesse says, this was his note, if you're watching Encanto and not redeeming the themes with your children, you're missing some great opportunities. And he's right. That's actually the edit. It was much harsher before. Um, but it's true. There's great elements in this movie that we should be looking for. So right off the bat, right off the bat, here's some pluses on Encanto. Uh, you will we find... start with the good news. <laughs> That's right. Outright good news. Every one of these is a receive. There is no sexual content. And, and and even the romantic content is not deviant in any way. 
Yay. Disney, you did it. It's like uh, it's it's a man falling in love with a woman. It's it's a it's, right. There's parents, there's parents in this movie. In this movie, it's very weird there uh, that there would be parents, uh, cisgendered heterosexual parents. <laughs> right. I think every single person was was freaking normal. <laughs> I mean, not normal, normal, but normal. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so as far as their that's orientation, right. that's, that's right, right off the bat. We're very, we're very thankful for that. Big plus. Uh, very little, even, and I, I'm saying this specifically this way. There's very little, even slightly awkward language, right? So sometimes a kids movie can have that weird, odd movie like. Gee whiz, go back and like watch Sandlot, or even when you watch the Christmas story and you watch it with your kids, and you're like, huh, oops, there was more stuff in this movie than I thought that there was before. Mistakes were made, just like Revenge <laughs> of the Sith. <laughs> um, there's not even a lot of even that slightly awkward kind of like like stuff, like like potty humor and stuff. There's just so so little of it that it's it's very it's just uh, it's just refreshing. It's not that. a crass film, exactly, and that's 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 awesome. And it's just got fun, catchy music. It is very fun and very right. catchy. It makes you want to sing and dance. I cannot believe that, like a couple weeks afterwards, it surpassed uh, "Let It Go" as like the most streamed or whatever. I cannot believe that everyone and their mother was singing "Let It Go" for a very long time. And this didn't even have a theatrical movie release, did it? It was just, it was just. They're like, oh, just put it on Disney Plus. Everything's streamed, bro. Bro, welcome to the stream revolution. Did you even stream it, bro? It's the stream revolution. I remember when it's I used to have evolution. to go to a movie, a movie house to watch the movies in my day. But there's, but all right. So that's the that's just outright driving kids. a car oh, in my day. I'm trying to keep this going here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the outright great stuff. That's just great. Um, the the iffy stuff. I'm going out of order of the list here. The iffy stuff. It has magic in it. It's got magic in it. Straight up, can't have the movie without the magic. <laughs> it's an integral part to the movie. When you start to do this, though, I, I love this. People are like, it's got magic elements. There's, there's, um, there's these gifts. There's these. It's got these these supernatural kind of elements to it, and uh, and people want to throw it out right away. And like, if you ask that, that same person, like, oh, do you like Snow White? Like, oh yeah, Snow White's great. And you're like. <laughs> It's like, first off, just, you racist. There's not just magic in that movie. There's there's literally a witch. There's she literally has spells. She casts them. She poisons people. Like it's like wait a second. You can't consistency is very important when we're evaluating these types of movies. So just right off the bat, one right, Snow White, uh, Sleeping Beauty, both of those movies are old classic kids movies. And at the same time, you're like wait a second. They're they're I would say I'm gonna have to say this. They would be objectively worse than the elements of this movie. So, anyway, moving forward. It's got magic in it. And I I always say this, when the Bible is filled with with what our world would consider magic, it's supernatural, miraculous, sovereign hand of God moving inside of the natural order. And it it is wonderful and to be celebrated. So there's always an element to be able to pull back. Now there's some there's some things that we would just outright reject, clearly. And I think we t- we mentioned Princess and the Frog, right? We're going to outright reject uh, voodoo and voodoo. We're going to outright reject those um, as as inherently evil, 
right? When you're watching a movie that is celebrating demons, you're going to have to like, that's what's outrightly inherently evil. We have to reject those things outright. So is this that type of magic? Is that what's happening here? And that's where you have to, when in watching the movie, that's not the type of magic that we're seeing. Yeah. By and large. I mean, the, the, the next area is, is probably the most perhaps interesting aspect of the magic part. And that's, that's a uh, Bruno in his interaction with uh, prophecy slash seeing the future type uh, revelations. I mean, that's another interesting, <clears throat> interesting category of thing to deal with. It's funny, but I, even that I see as something that can certainly be re- redeemed because in his seeing, and this is, it's funny because it does have a prophet. It's definitely prophetic, but at the same time, he doesn't see it clearly. And his, and just because he sees it one way doesn't mean that that's what's actually happening. You know what I mean? You mean in, in the prophecy itself, right? Like as he sees it, he might he sees something, but he constantly says it's constantly it's moving. There's ways that it could be changing. He doesn't necessarily have the perfect picture. It's not way the way it necessarily has to be. It's simply the way that it could be. You're not remembering the same movie that I'm remembering. Uh, I'm remembering it. I thought that was just his one specific vision. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> moving forward. <laughs> oh, by the way, I guess we'll discuss should... the plot a bit more later on uh, off 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 mic. Yeah. I'm taking this moment to say to us, to you, that we're going to have to record a small intro to this that reminds people that there will be spoilers in this as well. Oh, anyway, yeah. um, moving forward, uh, there's also Bruno's in the movie, by the way. Guys. I'm sorry, <laughs> Bruno's a character. He has prophecies. Now you know things. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all undone. Um, and also, um, there is a sister that has. Well, she's she has some very masculine traits. But what I but while that is an iffy element, it's actually in some ways I think a good thing because she is absolutely a woman, completely. She just happens to be a strong woman. Her gifting, her gift that she she has is that she's very strong, but she is not a woman. She's a woman. She is a lady. <laughs> she is a sister. <laughs> um, and and I think that that even that has some things. That, that are good it, it, it is it is uh okay to acknowledge the fact that there are uh women who can be strong in certain areas there are men who can be softer in certain areas that doesn't mean that they have to fall outside of it's one of the things that bothers me the most with it with now we're going i'm going to launch into it should i go am i going too far into transgenderism i'm about to walk into it <laughs> i mean if you're going to talk about it now's the time i mean what what bothers me is that we 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 Transgenderism is is so confusing. There's no definitions for anything, and if you start to uh, say that it's something that happens inside, well, biologically we have an answer for that. And if it's something that happens outside, then all you're doing is using stereotypical norms to define things. Um, I I know men who are strong spiritual leaders, but if you were to look at them in general, you might say, well, they seem kind of soft. They don't have a macho ness to them, but that doesn't mean that they don't have incredible strength and spiritual uh, leadership. And so that bothers me. Um, and so, like, do we, we, we would class, we, we, that we would cast them into a certain class of man is not appropriate, or that a woman might be strong in some ways. And, and we would then try to class, classify her into some sort of masculine category that, that doesn't necessarily fit with, with creative, with the creative order. Rather, there are roles, and inside of that, God creates individuals with different, uh, levels. Of characteristics, have I overspoken? Are we okay so far? No, I mean I I, I think that's fair. Um, 
overall. What I'm thankful for is that the sister is very strong. I mean, I, and absolutely a woman. <laughs> uh, she, she's very strong. She's absolutely a woman. She does have a deeper voice, uh, but she is still a woman. And I think Disney didn't go the route that I anticipated them you to go. You would have thought they would go, yes. um, or at least if they did, uh, which I don't really trust Disney's motives. But you know. Um, they well, certainly toned it down way, 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 way more than I anticipated with this particular character. To be completely honest, uh, they also want to make money. And um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Uh, you wanna... <laughs> I'm glad my filter is working. I was about to say something. Oh, good. <laughs> absolutely regret <laughs> Oh, good. <sighs> well, I was about to go right into the World Economic Forum. <laughs> we should start a, we should start a Carpe Fide Unplugged. <laughs> oh, gosh. That'll be Rated the... fainting goats. We're going to have to put that. Behind, PG, behind some sort of paywall or something, because that's going to be, oh, we can't <laughs> release that to the general public for certain. Yeah, we'll call it Carpe Fide Unplugged. Carpe Fide After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. Literally every episode oh, we record. Reject. reject. <laughs> All right. Deeper dives. Um, there's, this is, again, spoiler alert. These are just some of my questions you can kind of think through and talk through if you've seen the movie, if you're going to see the movie, just some, you can already have them in your mind as you go into it. The house in, in that the the family Madriga lives in is magic, and it is also breaking. So the question is, why is the house breaking? It's just a question to contemplate. Are we going to go into these answers? Is that something we're doing? This is a review. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I guess we could. I mean, the reason I put it in here under the deeper dives is because these are some of the deeper themes that you could pull out and talk with, with your family. Like, why is the house breaking? The, so, you know how Disney, Disney always has, like, you know, probably 30% of the movie is just enjoyable for kids, and then the other, like, 60% is, like, really deep themes for <laughs> parents. I mean, the, the, the family strain, right, is a huge, huge topic. I mean, you know. Huge. Huge. Billions and billions <laughs> of of stri- I can't. You do his voice better. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, a family strain and the pressure and expectations placed the place on us by uh, patriarchal and matriarchal uh, characters and the weight that that has on us and the the physical and emotional and emotional toll. Oh, you know, all of those things are very relatable to adults. You know, when I asked the kids why the house was breaking. Um, I actually got answers that I didn't expect. You know, well, Abuela was being mean. Abuela was lying to the family. I mean, you, you know what? All of the, uh, they were not wrong. Like that's absolutely true. Like, she was being a selfish old bat. She was. She, oh gosh, she was. She thought she knew what she was doing, but she was doing the wrong thing. Yep. Um, and she didn't ask anybody anyone else's input. It's always important to have some input there. Hello. Yeah. Oh, I just read in Proverbs. It's impossible to remember. I I really got to. You know what? Never mind. I'll take that. And also, again, it was a great Proverbs. It was just like you know, like there's 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 a lot of wisdom with uh, many counselors, or but insight is the one that draws it out, or something like that. Yeah, that's a great proverb. Yeah, I I butchered that. You did fine. <laughs> that was further than the message. You're fired. As far as paraphrase, <laughs> sorry. I think. Uh, I think one of the things that when you so when you ask a question like why is the house breaking and you start to unpack these these themes right you're starting to like what did a what did abuela make it about what was her what was the issue and why would the house was breaking because there was uh there was there was wrong happening 
Um, and and when you start to peel that back, you look at where they're favor. There like you can. There's so many themes like favoritism. Like all right, there's favoritism. Should we have favorites? The answer is no. No, that's a that's a hard no. <laughs> Unlike Jesse, who I will just rat. I will just totally air out for everyone to hear. This past Wednesday night at community group, he decided he had a favorite child, and he said it out loud in front of the church community, and he was rebuked. <laughs> he received public admonition. <laughs> I mean, what what else is there to say? <laughs> what else is there to say? Um, but uh, but you can immediately. You, this is where the biblical themes should start to be like. You should be able to have these conversations, and biblical themes should fire in your brain. Uh, Jacob and Esau, uh, Joseph and his brothers. Immediately, we should have themes uh, to not only look at our having a favorite. What does it mean, and what is the impact? What happens that, when God played favorites with Isaac and Ishmael? <laughs> So great discussions to have. These are all big discussions. Maybe some of those you might want to also read the room again for the ages. <laughs> I mean, be, beyond favoritism, I mean, Abuela, Abuela thought that it was it was their gift and their responsibility to the children's responsibility to make the family proud with their gift. And it's like, is, is that really like, is that is, listen? Is that the end all be all of things to make other people proud of, you know, the, the family was God in this movie. That's the problem. Yeah. They, yep. they they broke they broke a lot of things. And these are all great things to talk about. One of the one of the things we loved that we, we kept talking about was how did the magic get there in the first place? And when you watch the movie, it is evident because it centers around one object, a physical object in the house. And it is Floors. No, it's the candle, Doors. you dummy. Oh. The candle is is literally. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry. The candle is literally gotcha. uh, is literally the depiction of the level of magic in the home, and when you come to the end of the movie, what you realize is the candle. I mean, you know, Jesse, you want you want to break this one? You got you, you know this is a you really like this part of the movie. I I, I do like this part. Of the movie. You should you should get to talk about this part. Oh, okay. You just want me to recount. The candle and yeah, like what, what, what candle? happens? Like what is the candle? Where where is where oh, where okay. did it come yeah. from? So so basically, Abuela uh, in, intimates uh, through several different stories that she's telling people, and um, uh, Mir- uh, Mirabel actually finds this out. You know, anyway, later in the movie, but whatever. So uh, Abuela and Abuelo Pedro, Pedro, Abuelo Pedro. Um, Holy crud! If you don't get to the point, gee whiz! It wasn't like you don't get to tell the whole movie. Oh, but I, I really like the movie. I know that's why we're reviewing it. Also, because it's anyway, a hot so, culture. <laughs> so, so, so they the the family was she had her she had her three three children, the three oldest children in the movie, um, or the parents rather of the grandchildren. It, it's complicated. Just watch the movie. There's a whole song about. All right, it. it's really not that complicated. The the original the movie takes place in a village it starts with the you husband going way back the husband and the the abuela and her three children and they have to flee because there's an enemy attacking the village right and they're all running away and the enemy is actually chasing them and the pivotal moment is when the is when abuelo turns around and actually wards off or defends against the threat to save the entire community, as well as his wife and three children. And and dies in the doing so. And dies in doing so. And that's the moment that the candle gets lit and in, imbued with this magic that then built a uh, kind of almost like an alcove of the surrounding area and built a sanctuary community for these people. 
Um, so it was the, so while there are, I mean, and we can talk about this in a minute, but while there are so many matriarchal themes and it's a very matriarchal culture, um, this Latin America, South American type culture, um, you know, it was Pedro that literally saved the entire family and the entire community in his act of manly heroism. Yes. Yes. Self-sacrifice, uh, and, and a very... You might say a very patriarchal move on his part to defend and save his family, which then leads to the flourishing of the family in the movie. And the community. And the community. So we'll just we'll just leave that there. Maybe we'll pick that up later. There <laughs> is no movie without Pedro. <laughs> so true. <laughs> it's people, not a boy out of Buela. It's about Pedro. It. People are missing it. It's all about Pedro. He gave his life for that for, for the family to flourish and the community to be saved. The all song right, anyway. should be ta- the song should be called "We Don't Talk About Pedro" because nobody talks about Pedro. Why does nobody talk about Pedro? Pedro did all this work. He is the hero of this movie. All right. Uh, another another thing you can discuss: What gifts does your family possess, and how do they benefit your family and your community? This is right there in the movie. It's great to talk about. Um, it, it's so clear. Um, Lots of tie-ins too there with uh, with spiritual gifts and spiritual. Um, uh, I was going to say gifts again, just because I'm tired. <laughs> That's I was redundant. just going to say. That's redundant. <laughs> you know, just gifts like, and lots of gifts. When you get gifts, things gifts, and gifts, someone gifts, gives gifts. you something, it's a gift. Yeah, but I mean, the, the, you know, the, those things occur, and then we do have different areas of <laughs> gifts. <laughs> gift Stop talking. <laughs> You're fired. Uh, another topic: What makes someone special? Yeah, because I mean, the, the whole idea was that the people with the people with magic were special, right? The people with the gifts were special, but Mirabel does not have any gifts, but she's special. Oh man, when when the abuela says a gift just as special as you, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's like such the wrong thing to say. It really is. It's yeah, like it's she's like, right there. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm oh right here gosh. with the oh no gift. Oh my gosh, abuela, abuela. I mean, again, one of the nice parts of the movie is she gets redeemed by the end. Thankfully, like her character is redeemed in the movie because it's bad. Yeah, it's, why didn't Abuela sacrifice herself for the family? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Pedro would have been better to live. This <laughs> Pedro definitely would have been better. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> another deep dive. Uh, the movie is matriarchal from a matriarchal culture, but nothing is possible. We already talked about this without without the leadership and protection and sacrifice of the father. So then, is it patriarchal? This is a, a great thing to talk about and discuss. Uh, you can. Uh, and, and I, and I don't want to knock this culturally. Um, the movie is it takes place has a a South American cultural type of a feel, which, which takes is, place in Colombia, right? Which is in South America. All right, good. <clears throat> so, so in that culture, I was just getting more specific. Yep, it may be very matriarchal, but one of the things I think you can also celebrate is while while um, that type of a culture is not inherently the biblical model of a culture. Um, the fact that that culture is also uh, strenuously uh, built around family uh, actually adds to the the, char- the flavor of the movie. Um, that culture is also uh, very much about the the normative uh, range of gender. <laughs> I don't know how to say that in a way that's not clear. So, the, so, so the things that we celebrated, like it's so weird that this is an awkward thing to have to explain. It really is. It's so dumb. But the fact that that's the culture it takes place in is why you can have a strong female character who is not transgender because that's not the culture this movie is speaking to. Uh, the the reason the family is so pivotal and the reason you see, you know, a, a cisgendered 
relationships <laughs> happening, heterosexual relationships happening, is because that is the culture this is built into. Um, and so I, I don't want to overstrain the matriarchal thing without acknowledging that the same culture that may have that hang up also is the culture that allows this movie to not be wackadoo with all the crazy progressive ideas of the day. Oh, that makes me think of Bluey. Sometimes the mom goes, wackadoo, wackadoo. Oh, oh man, man, Bluey. Oh, we'll have to do, you know what, we'll do a review of Bluey Dude, sometime. we could do a whole season on Bluey. Not that we d- divide our episodes <laughs> and up And no one wants to hear it. So, <laughs> actually, some people would. Who I would like love Bluey? to do an episode by episode review of Bluey. Oh my gosh, that's, that, that, that's, that's the, that's the carpet feed day after dark. <laughs> that's, that's, that's those episodes. Um, so those are great questions to have deeper dives for you to be thinking about one as you're watching it and also be discussing, you know, with your family afterwards. But additionally, the biblical themes that creep in are are prevalent. This is a great movie to tie in biblical themes and have this really, really good redemptive conversations. Uh, things like the gifts. Gifts in and of itself is a very biblical thing, right? We know that God gives gifts. In fact, God gives gifts as a good father, right? He's better than even even a good earthly father because the gifts he gives are so good. And additionally, we have... They're the best gifts. <laughs> they are so good, you'll be tired of how good the gifts are. You want more. More. <laughs> you say, no, no, stop. <laughs> Just keep well, getting be, gifts. They keep coming. <laughs> All right. Uh, and spiritually, we get gifts through the Holy Spirit. Uh, and these spiritual gifts are indeed, right, a supernatural gift. Uh, this is which is ties perfectly into what this movie is doing. Um, and another great theme is that sac- the sacrifice, right? Sacrifice is the key by which we have access to supernatural gifts. It is Christ Himself, who who in in dying and resurrecting to atone for our sin and grant to us righteousness that sin and death may be conquered for us through faith in Him, gives us access to the Holy Spirit. He grants us the helper, so the, 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 the Holy Spirit then indwells us, and we have access to the gifts that he would give for the use of God's glory. And that's exactly what happens in the movie. It is a, it's the sacrifice of the Father that gives access to good gifts for the good of the family and the community. That's actually terribly insightful. I oh, I didn't, my read, I didn't read that in the you next report. You didn't read that? Oh, see? <laughs> no, that was really good. Sometimes I say things, and it's surprising. You're like, oh, wow, that was intelligent. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I'm glad it's on record so that we can have it for all posterity. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, another, another biblical idea. We don't make the gifts. They are given, and they aren't about us. And that is also a clear tie into the movie. The gifts were the gifts that we receive from God are not just for us. They are not for our benefit. They are for the good of the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping uh that you can have some comments or interactions with us on this, because I know some people have very strong opinions about movies. Uh, I actually told Jesse, there's another movie that I want to review and it's one that probably snuck under all your radar. And I'm really looking forward to reviewing it because it was the most accidentally Christian movie that has come out of secular Hollywood in forever. (laughs) And none of my friends believe me. And I had to ask them two simple questions and they're like, Oh my goodness, it is. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, I still haven't watched that. Movie. Jesse hasn't even seen this movie. It's actually, if you want to get ready, if you want to get ready for this reality, watch Wonder Woman 
1984. All right, watch that movie. The views expressed in this podcast are <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I've not watched that movie. He's so. not watched the movie. I'm just saying, as an adult, not, like, don't sit down with your three year old. Okay, that's not necessarily well, actually your three year old. I'm just like like I've gone to watch it. I'm like I don't I don't want to watch a movie called Wonder Woman. <laughs> Look, I know, I know, I get that feeling. But when you watch the first Wonder Woman, when it takes place in the history of World War One, that's super enjoyable, isn't it? No? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Oh, it's still a chick gosh. beating people up. It's like, just, I don't know, weird. Oh, well, look, it's fantasy, right? She's obviously, obviously, that wouldn't happen in real life. And now we'll be reviewing Queen. <laughs> so, anyway. The Bohemian Rhapsody takes far too long to sing. It is an entirely too long of a song. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so, that's been a review of Encanto. We would love to hear your thoughts. So, uh, comment on any of the socials where you'll see this episode posted. Um, and we're open. We're open to feedback. Hey, if you think we're wrong, let us know. Let's talk about it. You can also message us if you don't want to do that in public. That's totally fine. Um and and we we'll love to we love to discuss it with you, uh, but overall we we hope we've given you a lot of good content to one evaluate the entertainment you intake, and also two to understand what it's like to redeem something that you've actually watched instead of just watching it for its its what at minimal entertainment value you can actually bring a lot more out of something you watch and you should be doing this this is this is what what entertainment was made to be great works of. Fiction, uh, storytelling, these are gifts from God they are made to be able to express deep and, and indeed eternal things. And we should not waste those opportunities that we have. Amen. <laughs> you, you're so lame. I need to just, I need to make a soundboard and just record myself saying amen. Hey, man, so so that you could just, wait, so now you can literally take any effort out and just touch a button? Yep. Wow. How... I'm so sorry for the laziness of this podcast. No, you, get, you get what you pay for. <laughs> you get what you pay for. Well, I hope this. Uh, I hope this totally free content is helpful to you and uh, allows you to enjoy uh, entertainment more biblically, soundly, and redemptively. That's the goal. Uh, so receive all that you can in the glory to the glory of God. Reject all that you should also to the glory of God, and always be about the redemption of the Lord. And with that, dear Christian, we would tell you this day. To seize the faith. Uh, I did. I did want to say one more thing. <laughs> you, I'm going to choke. After this podcast, Jesse died. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Jesse. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I'm glad. No you, I'm really whatsoever. glad you tickled yourself there. I have been tickled. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to mention uh, real quick. Nobody. I doubt anybody listened to the bit, all this, but um, uh, real quick, um, if you would like to uh, donate some money to the Liberty Coalition in Canada, who is still uh, working very hard to counter the cultural narrative, uh, uh, the lies from the mainstream media up there, um, you just want to remind everybody, you can purchase a Hold the Line hoodie or shirt off of carpefide.com slash shop. Uh, proceeds will go to Liberty Coalition Canada. Um, if you're in Canada, um, you can also buy that too. Um, same link, carpefide.com slash shop. Uh, it'll be in the show notes as well. Um, we would love to bless them uh, with a gift, and we would love for you to have some awesome, bold merch uh, that people are like, what's that written on the helmet there? And you're like, it's Daniel. Let me tell you a story. Sit down, son. That sounds awesome. I just wanted to remind people. Well, I'm glad you did. And you can, well, you know what you can do? You can go out and get those shirts, and by doing so, you will be helping 
to grow the ministry so that others also may seize the faith. faith.